nasty girl. Welcome to Friends I'd Like to Drink With. Okay, side note, Chloe and I have been having some deep spiritual conversations. We were trying to, okay, it's 8.17 right now. We tried to start podcasting at, what, 6 o'clock? Yeah, 9 o'clock my time. Yes. Oh, yes. A little news for our listeners. Chloe is no longer in Arizona. Chloe, where are you? I, yeah, no longer in LA, no longer in Arizona. Guess where I am? New York City, the best place to be in the entire world. Yay. How do you feel? <laughs> Every, I feel really good. I feel like I've adapted to my environment. It's definitely a weird change in a mm-hmm. way, but I'm in my favorite place in the entire world. So the fact that I'm here is pretty awesome. Like every day I wake up and I'm like, I get to go to Central Park. <laughs> that Chloe sounds so cheesy. No, it's so beautiful though. Like it's, it's really how I place. feel. Yeah. It's like my, it's like I'm living in my dream place. So it's like, Aww. I've been like dreaming of living in New York the past year, even though I lived here before. And then to be away from LA is really nice, honestly. Yeah. Sometimes I you really... got to create that healthy boundary and you just got to get away from it for a little while. LA is toxic. It's all good. Yeah. Let's get into the, um, I'm happy you're back in New York, but let's get into Thank our podcast you. a little bit. We are let's on. totally get into our podcast. Yes. We're on our last part of our astrology series. I can't believe we're finished with this little series and we're gonna go on to other more evolved things yeah I mean finally <laughs> I feel like everyone is like ready for this shit to be over <laughs> like no one cares I know about this. they're like these basic bitches talking about astrology who do they think they are I know but it's so good basic it's so bitches much- <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun though who cares astrology I love it fun. yeah it's so fun guys it's controlling our entire lives we okay. are our signs we are. Okay, so Chloe, what are you <laughs> drinking tonight? Oh my gosh, I have a story for you guys. An 1800 Ultimate Margarita Mix. This shit is so <laughs> sugary, but it was so expensive. You know, Skinny Girl no longer is sold in Vaughn's stores. I know, Skinny Girl is always, always sold out. It's like, skinny girl like she's saying like yeah I don't like give a lot of bottles to fucking bonds because they're sold out every single fucking night I swear Bethany Frankel only gives bonds like five bottles (laughs) Whole Foods gets a (laughs) hundred oh yeah I wish I had a Whole Foods close to me but Honestly, no, I actually don't because that Whole Foods is so fucking overpriced. And then they're like, it's dangerous. Yeah. And they're attached to Amazon. We hate Jeff Bezos. So it's like, no, I cannot continue to support Jeff Bezos. Okay. My rant is over. Your rant is accepted and I loved it. I was also going to make another joke. Okay. Disclosure. I've had a lot of wine already. Yeah. Again, as we were saying, like we did try to podcast at six o'clock and now it's, it's eight it's 817 now it's 821 so like we've had some drinks and we've been getting beef but you know (laughs) and yeah maybe we are re-recording this episode because our audio was bad (laughs) 
It was so bad. Guys, the mics that we had, they looked like little aliens. It was so <laughs> weird. Now I feel like a professional. No, Am literally, I right? This is so much better. Yes. Our mics that we had were literally <laughs> the mics that people wear on drive throughs like around their necks. Like that's what we were talking in. And now we have this mic that has a little mic stand and it is so sleek. I don't even want to touch it because I don't want to it. It has a little it. tripod. Yes, tripod, and then you could change the volume. Yes. Yes. Are we living or are we living? We're living the fucking dream. We've really invested. (laughs) We've really invested in this podcast. So I hope I hope there are 20 plus listeners. If we have 20 plus, I'm okay with that. Like I'm not reaching like call her daddy status. I don't want that. But like 20 plus, I think would be perfect. Perfect. I would so do this podcast every single week for 20 people and be the happiest person. I'd be like walking down the New York streets, like leaping, <laughs> like throwing rose petals, just like the happiest girl ever. Because like 20, 20 people is a lot. Like I don't have 20 friends in my life. I don't have 20 close people I can talk to. So no, like only two people even listen to me, like tolerate me. So for 20 people, that is like the fucking dream (laughs) 20 people to actually like you all at once okay maybe not everyone likes us who listens to us (laughs) chloe but (sighs) let's get into it so you're drinking an 1800 margarita yes and i'm also drinking a glass of rosé i'm really mixing it up today (laughs) oh my god I was like, oh my gosh, the margarita is so sweet. I'm just going to finish this margarita, but then I'm going to go on to the nice Spanish rosé that I bought today. Ooh, it's Spanish. I like that. I know. It was very exciting. And the person working there was like, good choice. And I was like, That's when you know. At a wine store, like specifically just in wine. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. I'm a good one. (laughs) Yeah. One of the cheaper ones. But like, I mean, I mean, not super cheap. You know, yeah. enough money to buy on wine, but you're buying good wine. You know, no, I mean? cheap. Like if any anyone has gone to Trader Joe's, you know that the cheap wine, four or five, six dollar wines are sometimes the best wine. Like the I will buy wine. a six dollar w- bottle from Trader Joe's and I'll be checking out and someone will literally be like, this is a forty dollar like bottle of wine, but you're getting it for six dollars. Like it's so smooth, so good. Like Trader Joe's is beautiful. Trader Joe's sponsor us, please, <gasps> please. Oh, would, oh my God. That would be the best. Oh. I really think, okay, here's a business idea for Trader Joe's. Okay. I think that they should open their own restaurant. Yes. Like a little restaurant, but it's based off of the frozen meals that they have because that's why they're so popular and serve those frozen meals. And then that will be advertisement for the actual items in the grocery store. So more people will purchase them. You're welcome, Trader Joe's. Yes. Like, do it. It could be like this, like Trader Joe's, like they serve their frozen appetizers, but they don't serve it frozen in the restaurant. They cook it fresh. They actually actually cook it. Yeah, so but, it's better quality, but then... But it tastes the same, if that no, makes but it, sense. I mean, it tastes better. But then they're yeah. like, oh, you liked our restaurant so much, and we only have, like, three available to dine in? Then go shop at a yes. Trader Joe's and go yes. buy the frozen stuff. 100%. And people are going to be raving about it. It's all they're going to be talking about. When my parents and I would go to dinner, we would be talking to the waiters about bringing certain things home and how much we love the food. 
that sounds so weird. But like, you know, my family would have that conversation with the waiter working at that Trader Joe's restaurant. It would be a million dollar, billion dollar idea. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, (laughs) if you ever go on to like Trader Joe's Instagram pages or anything like that, they have like Trader Joe's recipes. So Trader Joe's recipes includes like five different things from Trader Joe's. So you can eat that at the Trader Joe's restaurant and then you can buy the ingredients at Trader Joe's because personally, I'm way too lazy to buy all those ingredients and make it myself, but I would totally eat it at the Trader Joe's restaurant. That is a fucking brilliant idea. Okay. Trader Joe's, if you are listening to this, Joe, hello. We, Chloe and I have a lot of serving experience. Like we could totally like help you out, like promote this shit, like sponsor us, give us like what, $10 a week. (laughs) That would be fucking amazing. Literally just send us your face masks. I would be grateful for anything because Trader Joe's, their face masks are really good. Like the sheet ones. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I like as just like a little gift. Um, (laughs) I just love anything you guys have. I would take anything, a gift card. I'm a huge Trader Joe's person. It's like my favorite place ever. And I like your face masks. Your lavender salt scrub is so delicious. Yeah, it's the best. So Trader Joe's sponsor us. But okay, so Chloe, you are drinking a margarita and rosé. Okay. What are you drinking? So not to like go back to Trader Joe's, but I have, I have two drinks as well. I have a really good red blend, um, from Trader Joe's. It's $4. It's called like the chariot or something. I don't know. I'm like always for like a strong woman. So I had to get the chariot. And then, um, so I have a glass of that. And then I also have like a very organic Moscow mule, which is like getting me like a little tipsy. It's this, um, To anyone who drinks Moscow Mules, do not get, like, the normal Moscow Mule, like, the ginger beer. Get, like, there's, like, this diet organic ginger beer that has, like, half the amount of sugar. And it's so much better, and you don't get a hangover, and I completely recommend it. It's just, like, better on all ends. So that's what I'm drinking tonight. That sounds delicious, and I want one of those instead of this 1800 pre-made tequila mix. Like, what the fuck? That sounds fancy. I did pay a lot of money for it, though. So it it has to be worth it. It's too sugary. (laughs) Oh, no. Sugary margaritas. It's killing me. Okay. my grandma. Let's get into our episode. Yes, please. We are, like we said before, our last episode of astrology, the holy grail. We're so excited to end it, but also a little sad. So it is going to be a little introduction of your full zodiac chart and how they can be very important. So we'll go into our own zodiac charts. Yes. And honestly, some people don't relate to their sign. They're like, oh, I'm not a Gemini, I'm not a Taurus. But the whole chart really explains everything and it gives you more stems of your identity because it's so much more to you. There's eight other planets. It's not just your sun sign and they all affect each other and... Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. Like your full chart is definitely like more important because like the past two episodes, we've only talked about like your sun sign. So like your sun sign is like, so like Chloe was born on April 17th. So her sun sign is going to be Aries. That's like the sign you probably like most people know. But um, if you know the day you were born and like 
ever to know their own birthday. And then like, if you know the time you were born at and like where you were born, the location, then you can figure out your entire chart. So like you have a sign for every single planet. So it's like, you have like a moon sign. So like your, your moon could be in Virgo, your moon could be in Aries. Like you have a sign for every single planet. And then every single planet represents a different part of you. So people like, I mean, both of us, I would say like you relate to your entire chart more than just like your sun sign. Cause your sun sign is like only one part of you. And yeah, entirely. Yeah. Cause I mean, human beings were complex. We're not just one thing. So you know how everyone has two sides to the story. We have many layers and they all, you know, interact with each other and they have an effect on our personality. So it's pretty Mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah, because like every planet represents a different thing. So like your sun is like your overall ego where like your moon is like your emotion. So like, yeah, it's completely different layers. And then yeah, like astrology. Yeah, astrology is like super complex. And like we've really only been like grazing the bare minimum. Um, so entirely we'll, I'm yeah. so excited for this yeah and we'll <laughs> it's get actually in- guys I promise it's really interesting it's silly it's fun you get to know a lot more about yourself and hopefully you can relate to us yeah and we're also level. um we're also going to get into house <laughs> placements as well so yeah, house placements sure. um are super super interesting so every planet falls into a certain house and there are 12 houses so like For example, Chloe is, her son is an Aries and then her son is going to fall into one of 12 houses. So her son is going to fall into the first house. So what house like your planet falls into changes the traits of that sign because every single house has a different meaning. Um, So we'll get into it a little bit later in the episode. I don't know if this is making sense. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, houses can affect the planet and that's more unique to the person. Yeah, definitely. And so like when you're analyzing like your own chart and like your own sign, when you analyze like your sign in a specific house, it's just more unique to a person and it's going to be more specific and you'll probably like relate to it more. Like personally, I relate more to my signs when I look and analyze what house they're in because that makes that resonates more with me. I don't know if that makes sense. No, you're just looking at something through a magnifying glass. Mm hmm. You know, like you get to see a little deeper into who you are. hundred <laughs> percent. We're getting super deep. But the whole point of this episode is. Oh, I'm ready for this. <laughs> we, this is basically a roast. We have talked a lot of fucking shit about everyone else, all the signs, every Scorpio oh. out there. And so now we're going to talk shit about ourselves. I'm going to roast oh. Chloe to her core about all her signs and all her placements and she's gonna do the same to me my god yeah are you ready to be bullied julia (laughs) just kidding (laughs) i might like tear up i'm so sensitive also (laughs) disclosure um scorpios i'm really sorry for calling you creep and stuff because the more you get to know about me from this episode i can't judge anyone yeah, also I have like double Scorpio in like a very interesting placement. So like I I mean I would never judge a Scorpio because I like relate to them. <laughs> and also disclosure to Scorpios, I'm gonna be talking more shit about you. So also, it's just funny. <laughs> if we're apologizing to signs Capricorns, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I've been really harsh on them, but like I really do like them. It's just like I don't know. <laughs> Family trauma, am I right? 
it's family trauma and like um relationship trauma and I'm really sorry for taking that out on you okay me too Chloe what's our yeah what's our drinking word our drinking word is is Capricorn (laughs) no it's not Capricorn fuck we forgot to create a drinking word okay our (laughs) drinking word is fuck it's fuck. Okay, it's fuck. Wait, we yeah, already picked fuck. We already p- picked fuck. We can't do the same drinking oh, word. Oh, shit. Okay, our drinking word is going to be... Place- placements. Place- placements. Because we're all about placements today. Okay, so are you ready to get into it? Oh my god, I'm so ready to get into this. I am so feeling this rosé in 1800 Ultimate Margarita. Okay, Chloe, are you ready to get fucking roasted? <laughs> oh my god, I am so ready. Finally, we got to this part, which is the whole purpose of the entire episode. Talk shit on each other. <laughs> oh fuck, I'm like so sensitive. Please don't hurt my feelings. I actually went pretty easy on you, Julia. Me? I'm like, he wink, wink. I'm I'm like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so not. Someone's getting revenge. No, I'm, I'm nervous as well. We're both very sensitive, but it's chill. It's a roast. We got to be chill with it. Okay, Chloe. Yeah, so no, let's, it's funny. let's start with the sun sign. Tell us about the sun sign. So the sun sign is your basic identity. It's your nature ways. And it's basically who you are as an individual. Yeah. It's your identity. And who you think you are. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we've already gotten into our sun signs on the past episodes. Again, that's like when you're born, it's your overall sign. Um, And we've already talked about it. So we don't need to get into it again. But let's go into the house placements. Um, Do you want me to go? Let's go. Pull the trigger. (laughs) Oh my God, no, please. I'm so nervous. Takes a drink of her 1800 margarita <laughs> no I'm drinking the rosé <laughs> <laughs> nice nice. I would never pick up that 1800 uh-uh you're better than that okay so <laughs> Chloe's sun sign is an Aries and that is Ooh. in her first house so your first house is usually associated with your rising sign so it's the energy that you put off to other people So Mm. Aries being in Chloe's first house, it means Chloe that like you come off as an Aries and like people are like, if anyone were to guess your Zodiac sign, they'd be Aries. And like your energy is very Aries, but you, you have Aries in your chart, like a lot of it. So, um, let's get into it. So first house in Aries means according to cafe astrology, maybe self-conscious, but you want to have a strong self image. So you won't show your insecurities because like you want to come off as like a strong person, which is yeah. fine. That's okay. No. Yeah. You know, everyone is like that. Yeah. Whatever. Why wouldn't you be? <laughs> is this even a roast? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Having a hard time. <laughs> okay. You, so people with Aries in their first house as a sun sign means you know that you have a strong impression on others. And you use this strong presence to have control of other people because you want to have control of other people. So you like kind of like manipulate your strong presence to have this control. Do you really? Yeah. Entirely. It's how you get the free cookies from Panera Bread. Just manipulate your way through. Wait, correct me. Bagels. They're cinnamon sugar bagels. Mm. 
so I get those for free using that. Oh my god, with cream cheese. Any any son and Aries in their first house totally gets free bagels from Panera. Totally. (laughs) Nice, nice. Okay, wait, are we going to you? Are we finished? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Taking a little breath. Uh Okay. So let's get this started. This is exciting. I'm drinking a sip of my rosé, pretending I'm a mom on the Upper East Side, talking to my friends. I was going to say over tea, but definitely over wine. They don't drink tea. No. They drink vodka straight. Yes. Okay. So we all know that Julia is a Virgo Libra cusp, and her Virgo is in her 12th house, and that means that Julia you are shy and you avoid the spotlight. And if you find yourself in the spotlight, you hide behind the curtains mm. because you would rather be behind the curtains rather than showing <laughs> your true self. I definitely don't like to be in the spotlight. Like that makes me like so uncomfortable and like I fucking like hate it so much. I don't think I'm shy. Like I definitely like will talk to anyone, but like if I was in a room with even five people and I was on the spotlight I get so fucking nervous and like I want to die but like when you're in the spotlight do you show your true self no not at all (laughs) I'm so you're being fake yes I mean does anyone really like show their true self like in the spotlight like no, you project an image, like, of yourself. At least I, like, I'm very guarded, and I'm, like, I won't show my true self with just anyone. It makes me nervous. Wow. I don't know. No, I feel I, like I'm showing my true self right No, now. you definitely do. Like, you're very, like, you are who you are. It's super beautiful, and I respect that, but I'm, I'm just not like that, because I am, like, very guarded. I think it's the Virgo in me. I'm very guarded, because I hate, like, the attention. Like, even when I'm in a relationship. No, I totally I, understand. Yeah, I just don't like People it. attention is so uncomfortable. Really? Because <laughs> your chart says otherwise. <laughs> I love attention. I love it so much. Okay, so let's keep on talking about Julia's chart. Okay. So it says that you're reluctant to meet new people but once you're comfortable you talk up a storm all you do is talk 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 talk, talk. this is true in the best way julia and i in high school would take turns every (laughs) single day after high school talking about our days and we selfishly each wanted to talk about ourselves and we were the only people who were selfish enough to not listen to each other but talk about ourselves (laughs) We would literally have, like, scheduled rotations, like, oh, it's my time to talk about myself. Oh, it's my time to talk about myself. (laughs) Because half the time, Chloe and I's relationship is, like, us talking over each other. (laughs) Entirely. Because we just want to talk about ourselves and kind of narrate our day, which I think we do every single day. But, like, do we truly listen to each other? No, we literally, no, we do listen to each other, but also, like, we're so, like, we love to talk, so it's, like, this is just, like, how it has to go. Especially about ourselves, like, there's something yes. better or pleasing. Okay. Oh, so my God, funny. that's hilarious. That was such gold. Okay, so you basically <laughs> identify more with your inner world inside your head. Wait, I totally and then, do. <laughs> and then you begin to feel alone when you're amongst gobs of people. We, I actually, this is so true. This is like to the heart. It's very true. Like when I'm around a lot of people, I find myself like victimizing myself and I'm kind of like, 
I feel so alone and unconnected from all these yeah. people and like no one will ever understand me and like I hate that I ostracize myself <sighs> like that but like I definitely relate to that like heavily because I, I have a hard time like you know like if you don't if I'm not connected with every single person in the room I feel unconnected and like alone so I sense. totally feel the exact same way and I think you? what you said was no one will truly understand who you are yeah like when you're like awake and like people are on the same like vibration as you I think it's super mm. rare and that's like it being rare is what makes it super special but it also 100%. makes it really difficult because like yeah so I feel alone like a lot but it's like yeah also it's myself really like making myself yeah. feel alone because I'm not connected. but sometimes it's hard to connect to a past world when you've discovered a new one that (laughs) you've worked so hard to find and no one will understand that if that makes any sense okay I'm actually not done I'm not done I'm not done I'm just gonna I'm gonna skim through this it's not really a roast it's kind of nice I'm a little sprinkle of compliments it says that you shine when you work with others which I think (laughs) you are doing now hello podcast (laughs) And going along with the thing that I said before about feeling isolated, it says that your compassion divides you from others as you dive into your self-loneliness. I can't talk right now. This wine is hitting me, guys. Placements, drink. I actually, yeah, placements, drink. But I actually understand. I I relate so heavily with that because like if we're Mm going to get deep, it's like I feel lonely a lot of the time. But, you know, when, like, you struggle, like, in life, like, anyone struggles in life, that creates compassion because you can understand what other people are going through. And, like, yeah, yeah, like, my loneliness and, like, other parts of my mental health has made me much more compassionate to other people. So it's, like, a blessing in disguise, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can't judge a book by its cover. You never know what the person's going through. You never know know what the person is going through. And And it it changes. Yeah, you know, they might not be a good friend, but then you just realize that someone's just going through something and it's not personal. It's never personal. Nothing's ever personal. Mm -hmm. Everything's a projection from yourself and things that you aren't happy with. And then you take it out on others. And that's what life is fucking about. If you're a compassionate, nice person, you would never be mean to anyone else. I can't imagine how unhappy you have to be with yourself if you're going to be mean to people I really don't get it so let that sink in god yeah when people are mean to you like if anyone is listening 20 people if someone is mean to you it's a projection of their own insecurity and like you need to understand that and you need to like not allow like these people's opinions and insecurities of themselves like affect you like it's so fucked up it's so fucked up and other people's opinions of you aren't valid and aren't correct you are the person that knows who you are and that's all that matters and I feel like that's just a little bit of wisdom I could bring (laughs) to you guys in your 20s because like we get it and like we get the struggle and like yeah people are fucking mean and we've been extremely affected by that but I think that's caused us to be a little bit more aware of the meanings of it and yes if someone is mean to you like if someone were to call me annoying do you know what I would say well, I may be fucking annoying, but this is what I would say. I'd be like, they're just really insecure about themselves talking all the time. And that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. But that's the fucking, that's the thing. It's because they're repressed. It's a projection. Yeah. And here we are. <laughs> we haven't even got into yeah. your moon sign and we're already getting deep. I fucking oh love it though. Let's keep going. Okay. I love it. This is beautiful. Should we move on? Let's totally move okay. on. Julia, take on. Oh, this is 
Oh my god, this is getting so to bad the moon side. Oh god, okay. I'm gonna go so. hide in the corner. I'm gonna put <laughs> oh, the laundry hamper over what? my head and just cry. No, this I love your so moon bad. sign. Okay, so your moon sign represents your personal needs, our natural habits, and our unconscious. It explains how we are in- we instinctively react to situations, and it's also like how you feel safe and how you feel secure. And so, like, your moon sign is often, it's described as the sign that you probably relate to the most when you're alone. So, like, when you feel comfortable and you're away from anyone else and you're not worrying what they're thinking of you, you probably relate to your moon sign the most, some people say. Um, So, like, the moon sign is all about intuitions, your hunches, your instincts, and, you know, all that good stuff. So, Chloe... Your moon is in Leo. <laughs> oh, God. Kill me now. I'm going to go just pour vodka down my throat and just call it a night. <laughs> Let me just say. Fall asleep in the bathtub. Moon in Leo. Loves, 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 loves being the center of attention. And often thinks that any situation that someone's talking about is about them. <laughs> okay, wait. That is so fucking true. Someone <laughs> freshman year, I won't say their name. I turn to a group of girls and I'm like, are you guys talking about me? This girl looks me straight <laughs> in the eye and she's like, Chloe, not everything is about you. Oh my God, <laughs> that's like, rude. No. But I mean, I took it as like a great line of honesty. And I was like, yeah, Chloe, I always do think everything is about me. I mean, Not in a bad way, but like, I'm, I was like, obviously paranoid. No, but it's you know like, what I mean? it's like, and that came Leo, out insecurity. it's sweet though. It's very yeah. like, Moon and it's Leo's innocent. are very, we can't like, judge. No, 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 no. Moon and Leo is like, you're full of love. And like, you care, you care as much like about other people as you care about yourself. And that's super beautiful, I think. But let's get yeah. back into it. So, (laughs) Moon and Leo love to be the entertainer and often like to know the gossip of their circle. They want to be in control of all their relationships with family and friends. And basically, they just want to be fucking top dog. They require a lot of love and attention, attention to function. And if they don't get this attention, they will throw a fucking tantrum. (laughs) Okay, I don't throw tantrums. Okay, let me you know, let me get to it. Let me get to it. These tantrums will not be in public because they are too concerned about their image. So they will throw these tantrums in private with people they feel comfortable with, which I think is fair. <laughs> Wait, what if I throw a tantrum? Not like a tantrum, but like when you're like feeling super dramatic, whatever. I'm not talking about you. I'm, I'm honestly talking about other people. They will throw them when they feel comfortable, not like in public. I don't know if I feel comfortable. I don't think I relate to that thing. Okay. Because fair. I'm not saying I throw tantrums, but if I feel it in the moment, I'm going to do it because I don't give a shit. What I'm going to be respectful to others, but I don't care yeah. about others because really exactly. Why are we concerned about our image when everyone's only considered about their own? If you yeah. do anything out in public, it doesn't matter. That person will forget about it in three seconds and they don't put a name or a face to that. No one gives a shit and people need to like wake up. No yeah. one cares. I so think why like, are we tiptoeing around the world? 
yeah you know you, what I mean you definitely yeah. like you don't care yeah. like what people think about so much no you don't care what people think yeah. about you so like definitely yeah. you don't relate to that but yeah um mm-hmm. yeah throw the tantrum in public like fuck it whatever yeah yeah you know what yeah. I mean okay so this in Leo placement is <laughs> in your sixth house so Ooh, what does that mean dun 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 this Tell means me. If things are chaotic in your life and like out of your control, you freak the fuck out because like you yeah. want to have control of your life, which is fair. Yeah. The greatest thing I found it. from this sixth house is someone with a moon in Leo in their sixth house is most likely to have hypochondriac symptoms. <laughs> they are very sensitive to any minor ache or pain. People, let me tell you, Chloe is the biggest mm-hmm. fucking hypo- hypochondriac in the entire world. Let me tell you a story. I was working in my office a couple months ago, and one of my coworkers who sat next to me tested positive for COVID. I am freaking the fuck out because even my doctor who was testing me told me, yeah, you have a very high likelihood that you have COVID from this person. I'm calling Chloe crying. I'm like freaking the fuck out. Chloe thinks she has fucking COVID because I think I have fucking COVID. Oh, so this is hypochondria, like in a nutshell. And we're not making fun of COVID. Like we are like very, very like careful and like strict with ourselves. But like Chloe will like any minor ache or pain, Chloe thinks she has COVID and it's not a high time for her. Help it. I am dying right now. You have no idea what it's like to be a hypochondriac in this pandemic. And I'm sure a lot of, a lot of hypochondriacs will enjoy listening to this because they could relate. It is fucking terrible. It's so terrible. Well, it says you may use health problems to get out of situations that you don't want to be in. <laughs> Entirely. I use that. I'm always sick. <laughs> no, but like, actually, I am always sick, though. That's the thing. Okay, let's move on. Okay, so... we're talking about moon so yeah it reflects your emotional responses and self-image and it's really how you express yourself when you are most comfortable so julia is the most comfortable sign and that is the moon in taurus so how do you feel about that (laughs) um no i i really love my moon in taurus so let me keep on going about Taurus. (laughs) um basically (laughs) why did I write such nice things about you (laughs) um okay well these are just little facts because if someone is a moon in Taurus you want to hear a little good things about you don't you yeah okay so you feel your emotions with all of your senses and you are rooted in your journey in life you are grounded with the earth which I've never met someone who likes going on so many amazing picnics in the grass and that is you you little fairy (laughs) Not fairy, I don't know, Peter Pan. (laughs) (laughs) Why do I see him just in grass? Dude, we should be (laughs) a brown fedora and like brown pants. (laughs) No pants, right? No, I swear they're green. I honestly like, I've never seen Peter Pan. Like, is it a movie or a book? I have no idea. Or is it a tale? It's um a tale. It's a Disney tale, but it's also a movie. And I used to watch that movie every single day when I was little. <laughs> it was my favorite movie. I've never it's seen really it. Weird. It's really weird. I don't know why I connected to it so much. <laughs> like, my mom got so annoyed. I'd watch it, like, over and over again. Dude, Like, sit Peter, by the TV. 
Peter Pan is totally a Gemini. <laughs> Dude, such a sketchy Gemini. Like, such a weirdo. The green, such a freak. Oh my god. Definitely two personalities. He's like straight up evil, and then he's straight up P- Peter Pan. No, he's literally like, I'm a young kid. I never want to grow up. And then then he's like, I have to adult. <laughs> he's like a straight up adult. He's like 100 years old. Yeah. <laughs> like, you creep. Why are you talking to like a 15 year old? Okay, actually, Peter Pan is, like, very questionable. Yeah. Yeah, Okay, let's move on. (laughs) Okay, so, Julia, you can't stop shopping or spending money. I think you just spend money so often. It's amazing. Like, you always inspire me to buy stuff. I'm like, (laughs) Julia and I are both broke and she's buying all of this. I'm going to buy some more stuff today from Zara. Oh, my God. That's how I feel. It's inspiring. Because um, Taurus moons love material things and shopping. No, and here's here's the, the best thing. thing ever. I will literally like not shop for a solid three months, and I start buying one thing, and I literally can't stop. And I'll literally drop like four hundred dollars on like a, this stupidest shit, like a, a sweat, yeah. pa- like a sweatpants suit, like a track suit. <laughs> yeah, I totally feel that. And then you're like, oh fuck, okay, I'm just gonna. But I also want this, and this only costs like eighty dollars, so it's like whatever. I spent oh five hundred. I'm gonna spend eighty, and then it goes on to like you can't stop. It's I'm still so in bad. it. I can't. Me too. <laughs> I like recently returned six boxes of stuff because I was like, this doesn't fit me, but I'm going to go order more on the credit that I have that it's going to be refunded back to my credit card. So painful. (laughs) But it's, I mean, in quarantine, you have to do the little things that make you happy and that's shopping. I love shopping. This is true. It fills my heart. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. Shopping makes me so fucking happy. Like, I will be happy. Like, I get, like, an adrenaline rush, and it's kind of like a lust, and it's for sure. Um, are you a moon Taurus, or am I? I don't know. I'm literally fantasizing about going to the mall. Amazing. But just by myself. Um, not with other people, because COVID. Okay, so, it is not wise to push you in doing anything you don't want to do. You are still stubborn yeah julia if we want to get breakfast an hour before you don't want to get breakfast this is true we just won't get breakfast yes we will never (laughs) go to a breakfast place that you don't want to go to (laughs) yeah this is true i I could be i could be super stubborn yeah like it's like if i it's like with certain things like if i don't want to eat no bitch i'm not gonna fucking eat like you can't push me to eat like or if, yeah, it's very, like, I can be very, very stubborn with that thing. Like, definitely so. when you're eating, like, yeah. you're so stubborn. Like, we're at a yeah. restaurant. Julia, do you think that we could maybe split a few dishes? <laughs> I want mine all to myself. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah. I just wanted tacos and a burger. But okay. it's, it's because we don't eat the same shit. You know what's interesting is Taurus is all about food. And I think this rains very heavily oh. with my food. Because I will not, like split something that like because we don't eat the same shit so it's like no I'm not gonna compromise like I'd rather just have my own thing because it's like making me like like I have anxiety (laughs) like no we cannot like we cannot get like two starchy snacks like I need one starchy snack and like one healthy snack like it's so crazy I totally I totally get it okay so ooh, this is not good Julia (laughs) You oversee your partner's need for growth and change because 
Stubborn, lame Taurus. Oh. No, I didn't mean it like that. That was no. no I definitely like. Way. I just didn't say it in a funny way. <laughs> I meant no. To. I I hear what you're saying though. It's like sometimes, like how I am in relationships is like I want my partner to like allow me to grow so much because I grow like you know like I love growth and expansion. But yeah. if my partner grows and expands, like it's hard for me to like accept, which is like not fair yeah. at all. And it's like like it's like the initial yeah. like naturally it's hard for me to accept so like I have to work hard to accept it does that make sense 100 percent. yeah 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 interesting okay anything else super interesting um yeah so it says that in the romantic world you protect yourself and your own interests and breakups do not go well with your practical senses of being a tourist yeah no breakups so, like don't go well <laughs> no no they really really you feel it so deeply but then it's really hard for you to express that to others because you want to be going through it alone does that make any sense um I think like maybe when I was younger I think I'm definitely when like, you were young I'm talking about younger Julia yeah I would say like that's I'm really def- cool I'm thinking of yeah I'm definitely like more open and like expressive of like which takes how time I feel. to do but it kind of explains your chart a little bit. And it's crazy that you've kind of evolved from that too, which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, sure, maybe my astrology chart, but also like I grew up in a household where like communication wasn't open. So it's like you learn yeah. from like your upbringing. So it's like, I definitely have a hard time like communicating my feelings, but I've like worked so hard to be open with that, that like of course today, like, yeah, like breakups, I'm like very open with, but it's I'm very open with people I'm close with. I'm not going to open up to like random people. That's just like not my vibe. Um, But yeah, no, I relate to it. Yeah, no, breakups are hard. You know, they fucking suck. It's sad. Because I think for me and maybe it's my Taurus is like, it's so sad to like let go of a person that you are like close with. And I think it's like that safety and security, like to lose that like safe net is like super hard for me. 100%. That's so true. Let's get into okay. your, your rising. Well, like well actually, no, so. your mood is in your eighth house, Julia. Oh, God. Getting a little hot. Okay, I'll go through this fast. Okay. So you have deep and profound dreams. Mm. Um, you ponder in your mind romantic relationships in your head. I think I fall in love with, like, the idea of people and not, like, actual people. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I sure. literally thought Jamie Dornan was my fucking boyfriend in, like, I don't know, junior year of high school, like... I thought we were actually dating and it was like very concerning. And then when I actually got a boyfriend, it was confusing because I was like, am I in two different relationships? No, <laughs> am I cheating? I, I totally relate to that. And I remember looking at you, Julia, and I was like, do you still think about Jamie? <laughs> I was, I thought, I also thought Jamie was my boyfriend. He's all I would ever think about. Yeah, we were and, and we would, we would always talk about every every single day after school, after being with immature high school boys. We're like, I'd rather just be in a relationship with Jamie Dornan in my head than an actual guy. And we were straight up being serious no. for a straight up seven months, probably. We would read Fifty Shades of Grey together. Dude, I literally also thought Eminem was my boyfriend. <laughs> Me too. I went through that. We also, we went through the phases at the same exact time. And we're, yeah. we, we only listen to Eminem. It's all we listen. Like that's such angry music all the time. Like it's good oh music. I love him. But like, holy fuck to only listen to Eminem. 
crazy. Like, that's all we listen to. Okay. So crazy. Okay. I'm going to keep going. You always feel like you need to push your own limits, which invites yourself to challenge and reinvent yourself emotionally, which is so spot on to yes. what you were saying. <laughs> and how many times have you reinvented yourself? To oh my so God. Many times, new brands every day. Literally every single day, I'm a new person. Like my sister, when we were younger, she'd be like, oh, I can't wait to see the next phase that you go into, which is low-key rude. But yeah, I have rude, to I have to change it. myself because it's like I get bored. I get bored so fucking easily. Maybe with myself, I, I don't know. But like I want to change. 100%. I totally get it. I hate when I get comfortable. You yes. have to have phases. Yeah. You have to go through so many phases in life to learn. And if your sister says that, it's 100% true because she speaks no lies. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so all of a sudden said you were fascinated with what's forbidden and hidden. Mm. Yes. What's under your bed? Ooh, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's all very true. I like the secrecy of things. Okay. So now we're going to get into the rising sign. Mm. The funnest one, the sparkles, the light. The yes. Wait, do you have information about the rising or do I? I do. Rising sign, which is how you present yourself to the outside world. It's your mask. It's who you show your friends. It's who people might refer to you in the social group. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll go. So, Chloe, your rising is an Aries. Not surprising at all. Mm -mm. So, this means that, like, so your rising is an Aries, which means people are going to guess that you're an Aries. Like, you put off that energy. So, 100%. These people, (laughs) yes, these people take charge and go for what they want. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're always moving very quickly, which I think is very true because you're like, you're always doing a lot of shit. And I'm like, how did she get everything done? Like you're always busy, 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 busy. Um, these people are very independent and are known to have a very confident walk. (laughs) I don't know. Look at me walk on. Oh yeah. I have such a confident walk. I have a walk that I do (laughs) and people turn their heads and they're like, wow, that bitch thinks she's the bitch. And I'm like, I'm the bitch. That's great. Okay, that so was an, so weird. But an yeah. Aries with an Aries rising means that you mm. strongly relate to your sun sign, and it's extra extra prevalent in your personality, which I think is very true. Like your 100%. personality, yeah. yeah, has a lot of Aries, and that's all I have. Totally. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, you know, I'm always float. I can't make decisions either, but I do what I want. So that I'm like one place, and then I'm like another. Okay, nice. So. Julia, your rising is in Libra, which is opposite of my rising in Aries. Interesting. Wonder why we're best friends. Mm. Hint, hint. Okay. So you come across to people as nice and fair. People love Libra natives. That's Mm. nice with me. If you look closer (laughs) though, these nice people have trouble with their relationships. Ooh, be cautious. (laughs) fuck so you have a string of relationships julia and you ask yourself why (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i do i'm like why was i with this person and this person and this person (laughs) you just want to try everything i do i do believe in you i do i'm very open reject certain opportunities yeah yeah 100 percent so you don't need okay this website cafe astrology says that you don't know what to do yourself without a significant other is that true no I like I like to be by myself but also yeah, like that's what I um, 
no yeah I'd like to be by myself and I really like like to be single but also like I think at this point in my life I really like to like make connections with other people and like I really value my connections so I I don't view it as like relationships but like connections with different people because you have different types of relationships with those people and like so maybe that's the Libra in me like I like to make as many connections as possible no 100% just adding stars to your galaxy yes I fucking love being single it's my favorite thing ever whatever like why do women have to be in relationships I don't care I love fucking being single yeah being able to date whoever I want yeah no commitments work on myself yeah because if you don't love yourself how can you love anyone else it's so true like it's all building up to the great love yeah and it's like if you can't like be by yourself you shouldn't be in a relationship like if entirely yeah you need to love yourself that's why they don't work out that's why I have such high standards it's like I'm not going to be with someone if they're not going to benefit my time a relationship should enhance your experience on earth not make it worse and stressful yeah it should only benefit you and it's like relationships don't have to be bad you know what I mean I think it's like it's hard because like we are what in our 20s in 2020 so it's like the way like the dating world is now is like very different and like yeah I think like short-term like fucked up relationships are just like accepted at this point because you have like dating apps social media it's like it's crazy so I think it's very hard to like meet genuine people with like genuine connections and like mature people and it's like like a fast turnaround Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's so, so weird. Yeah. It's so tough. It's like, why would I give myself my I know, never mind. Okay, we don't talk about this. But yeah, no, we're getting well, on something deep that I think we should talk about later on in other episodes. Yeah, but I think it's like you and I view relationships as like you're opening yourself up and like you're giving a part of yourself yeah. to other people. And like in 2020, 100%. in today's age, like people don't view relationships like that. And that, no, that, that like, creates, like, different. you being guarded and, like, not trusting people. Yeah. It's, like, such a cycle. And it's It's tough. really sad because I just don't get why someone would just want to damage someone else. Yeah. But it's also that person not being evolved in who they are and maturing. And yeah, it all it, goes there's back so to many it. elements. It's, like, I fucked people over before. And it's because of, like, yeah, it was my own shit going on, you know? Yeah. So everyone has – it's just, like, it's – yeah, no. But I totally – totally Julia get what you're saying yeah okay Um, let's move on do we want to go into mercury yeah let's get into mercury in greek mythology mercury is the messenger of the gods so the planet mercury is all about communication and it's all about the expression of things so it's how we express ourselves and how we in our mind make sense of the things that are going on in our lives it determines whether we are like very choosy in our words or whether we like go on in speech and talk in like la la land, basically, like how do we mm. communicate? Mm. So, Chloe, yeah, <laughs> your Mercury is in Taurus. Oh, good. So, gracious. This what means, does that mean? <laughs> so, Mercury in <laughs> Taurus means that you really believe your own ideas. So, like, you yeah, believe 100%. that your own ideas are true. And you're not mm-hmm. likely to change on what you believe in. Yeah, you no. are, <laughs> you're very opinionated, but you keep mm-hmm. these opinions like in a secret way. So people wouldn't guess that you're opinionated, but you're, you are. <laughs> yeah, totally. 
And then this is interesting because it says you love all pleasures in life and especially like online shopping and anything in like a materialistic way. Like you just love it, which is like what we just talked about. Fucking love Gossip Girl. It's horrible. It stands for horrible things, but I just like fucking love the richness of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's such a fucked up show, but like I want to go shopping with them. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the glory no. and like the elegance of the yeah, show. Yeah, I'm so sure. brainwashed by that shit. And I admit it. It's, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, I fucking love it. Let's okay. watch Mean Girls tomorrow and I'll talk about it all day long. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so also one more thing is Mercury and Taurus. You're very slow to react like, to mm. situations. Like maybe you're just like confused. I don't know what that means. I feel like that could mean like you get hit really hard and because Boris is I'm I'm very emotional mm-hmm. so maybe it takes us a little bit longer to process mm. yeah yeah definitely yeah, I think it me, takes you a long time to process and then it's like okay this is how I feel yeah because like with me in confrontations I don't like them because I never know what to say because there's so much going on in my mind and going on in my heart if that makes any sense and yeah. it's really hard for me to process the emotions and turning them into words yeah no for sure okay so your placement your placement in mercury and taurus is in your first house so this is super interesting so it being in your first house means that you can also come off as a taurus or like people will perceive your Mm -hmm. energy as taurus which i think is true because like looking at your whole chart you have a lot of taurus in you yeah i'm pretty sure yeah so you definitely come off as you have taurus energy which is interesting so it means you enjoy talking a lot, but you can take over a conversation or fail to listen to other people because you're too busy thinking about what you're going to say next. Entirely. I love talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not selfish. Of course, if my friend is talking to me, I care what she's saying. But yeah, when I'm like high with my friends, mm-hmm. I love telling stories <laughs> and being silly. And I'm sorry. That's what I love to do. It makes me happy. No, it's amazing. I love it too. Murder We're just me. talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we love talking. Like, sorry. who doesn't like talking about themselves? Even if even if you're shy and you don't talk, you love talking to yourself in your mind. It's hundred percent. No, it's narrating it, what's going on. Yeah, I think it's healthy too. Okay, mm-hmm. so Taurus, um, Mercury and Taurus in the placement of the first house easily distracted and constantly restless which I think is true you're very restless like you are you're very like you're always like on the go Um, I could never like when I sit down and like do when I watch tv I'm like fidgeting in the bed like I'm like oh my god like when you smoke weed you get like more hyper which like never happens to anyone (laughs) yeah I start doing like chores and then I start like writing stuff and then I start I don't know going on these crazy like rampages about nothing but But I think I'm talking about something and it's amazing yeah no no no, no, I love it I love it it. yeah it's great I just I like I like productivity that's what I like I like accomplishing things and it makes me very happy which is great um and yeah that's basically it the Taurus is in the first house um so you come off as a Taurus sometimes that's all I got Okay, well, let's talk about you, little Princess Julia. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait, what? your Mercury is in Virgo. Yeah. That is so crazy because that's so similar. 
Yeah. No, yeah. No, it's very different. But no, in a but way, they're it earth is. elements, so it's very similar. Yeah. yeah. How we communicate. So it says that you like to discuss, deduce, and judge. Wow, Julia, this explains why you're so judgmental. <laughs> Just Damn. kidding, not actually. You like to judge in it. I don't mean in a mean way, but you like the gossip. I, like I love the gossip. The gossip. Oh, I love the gossip. It's so We good. like the feed tea. off of gossip. Oh my God. Yes, I love in it. high school, we were like the ultimate gossipers. Like, oh my goodness. I mean, if anyone's saying they don't it. like to gossip, they're fucking lying. Like, you know that meme Straight where it's like, line. who, me? Like, I like to talk about the yeah. tea. That's literally me because I pretend I don't like it, but I, I feed off the tea. I love it. Who doesn't? Yeah. That's when someone tells you that your brother slept with your sister, best friend's <laughs> sister. I don't know. It's <laughs> like, am I going to say something perverted like a squirrel? <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. So let's keep going. Okay. You reason with logic and sorry to toot your own horn, but according to astrology, you're accurate in this sense. You are nitpicky in almost everything, and you're constantly nervous and anxious. I don't think I'm nervous. I mean, I'm very, like, I'm a naturally anxious person, but anything I'm nitpicky on things that, like, I'm working on for myself. But I'm not, like, nitpicky or judgmental of other people. I honestly, like, wish I treated myself like how I treated other people. Like a smart person once said talk to yourself like you're being your friend yeah which I think everyone should take and love yeah definitely because we're way too hard on ourselves and it's not okay yeah I feel like Um, my Virgo-ness like the criticalness of like a Virgo and like opinionated it's literally like to myself I'm so like why did you do that and like why did like why didn't you do this and say this it's crazy yeah no 100% I mean I don't get that entirely from you a lot But that's very interesting to know that's like what goes on in your head. And that's just like sharing a little bit of like your heart, you know? Yeah. I mean, I definitely like internalize it, but yeah. 100%. Like I didn't know that you do that, but. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone does, but like, yeah, Yeah, definitely my biggest critic for sure. I think that's like where all of it goes. And we shouldn't because I mean, this is our bodies. This is who we are. We should really truly love, like fall in love with ourselves. I think that's so important. Because if you hate yourself, it's just going to make life so miserable. You know, we have to just let it go. It's so crazy. But that's way harder said so than done, harder. obviously. But you know what I mean? Like, life can be extremely beautiful. And we're in a society that reinforces <laughs> negative self-image. And that is not okay. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's hard. Like, self-love is probably, like, the hardest love. Like, do you it's ever, like, this is, like, what I find myself. Because, like, any person, like, I'm in a relationship with, like, I'm, I, like, like to date, like, fucking weirdos. Like, I'm with, like, very yeah. weird people. <laughs> like, yeah, it's love... amazing. <laughs> but you I'm... accept everyone. <laughs> yeah, like, I love people's weirdness, and I love, like, what makes them so unique. But, like, I recently found myself, and I'm, like, but I can't accept, like, my own weirdness and, like, my yeah. own uniqueness. And it's crazy because, like, I look in relationships to be with people who have those, like, attributes, but I can't mm-hmm. even, like, accept my own. I I mean I think everyone's kind of and I feel like we've been going through the same stages of epiphanies together recently it's like kind of crazy and I've also had that epiphany and it's kind of embracing my own sense of humor and just being confident in it because I have a constant trust issue like I say to people I'm like oh does this make sense when I say a statement 
And that doesn't make sense. Am I right? So I need to start embracing who I am and it makes life so much better. I mean, it's just, it's freeing. It's loving who you are. Like, fuck. Yeah. I'm so fucking weird, but whatever, like I am going to be what makes me happy and makes me a better person. And I think that's the thing too. It's like, if you're just yourself, who knows how high you can fly and just accepting and trusting, trusting trusting as a you you have to trust yourself. And that's something I've struggled with so much, but when you trust yourself, Oh my God, that's everything. Yeah. It's literally like the secret recipe to life. And that's what that it really is. It makes it is. you, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. this is, I love this. Okay. I'm going to keep going. Okay. Yeah. yeah and talking yeah, about your, that. um, okay. So you have a superiority complex when you believe that you can handle things better than others, <laughs> which okay, I, yes, this is but like you do <laughs> though, like, I think you do manage things better than others. I look at you <laughs> and I'm you. like, Julia, I would do the same thing, but maybe we're both fucked up. I don't know. I think, I think like in that sense, I think it's like in certain, I'm very honest with myself where like in certain situations, I know if I can handle it better than like someone else. But in another situation where, like, someone else is, like, far more skilled than me, I am, like, happy to, like, stand by and, like, not take care of this. Like, I'm very aware of that. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, like, like, if I'm in a group project where everyone is, like, stupid and not trying, like, I will take care of it. And I I can't help it. I'm going to get an A. And I respect that. And you went about it in the right the right way. Everyone accepted you doing their work. Yeah, there you go. Don't worry. You're happy. They're happy. An A for you, an A for you. We're all getting A's. (laughs) A for everyone. I'm catching an A out of the air like a wedding bouquet. Okay, so Virgo is in your 11th house. The wine placements, guys, you gotta keep up. Oh, it's in my 11th house? It's in your 11th house. So, You are known to be a popular social person. You enjoy to have people around you that are intellectually stimulating as you like to involve yourself in debates, which you definitely do. And you, (laughs) you are attracted to people who bring new ideas into your, into your experience on an intellectual level, which yeah, you're just constantly like striving and feeding for learning expanding yourself yeah I'm life in a deeper way and I think you're constantly trying to debate that with people and I fucking love it yeah I'm definitely like attracted to like a stimulated environment like men women if you want to date me like debate me (laughs) like throw throw me a topic and like tell me I'm wrong (laughs) if you want to date me debate me me. holy fuck julia that is absolute gold that's gonna be our t-shirt and yeah yeah, who wants to be with people who don't stimulate you in a way that expands your consciousness that's a waste of your fucking time like intellect is like probably the most like not the most important trait it's not even intellect like are you smart but like are you aware are you cultured like do you understand like Mm -hmm. what's going on in like different places of the world like that's like the most important trait to me I think honestly well it's also so important because we're all human beings and we're all connected so we should know what's going on with people who are like us yeah like you just don't you can't be close-minded like you can't think that like what your experience is everyone else is experiencing it because they're not not everyone's experiencing something it's just it's crazy how complex humans are so it's just oh my god it's just wild okay so I'm gonna keep going but I love this um so you have many different changes and directions in your dreams and goals which I think is kind of true yes what do you think yes I I fluctuate a lot 
Oh my God, this is so funny. You're going to die. I'm totally like <laughs> sipping English breakfast tea when I'm saying this. <laughs> okay, tell me. But it has nothing to do with Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> okay. So um, you attract friends that come and go and who are dishonest. Yes. Right? <laughs> oh, how many friends have you gone through the past year? Oh my God, it actually oh my hurts God. my heart because like friendship yeah. breaks, breakups are harder than like intimate relationships but like I've gone through so many like close friends and it's honestly I'm gonna say it's not my fucking fault like I'm attracted to like people who like are crazy yeah (laughs) like one of my friends was like you don't even like see any warning signs which is like scary to me but like yeah I've gone through a lot of friends and like I've lost a lot of friends and like yes every like argument has two sides but like I've lost friends because of like toxic relationships and like people treating me like like taking advantage of me almost but I yeah I mean I feel like you like to see the good in everyone and I think that's just what it is and that's it's I mean you live and you learn you know yeah okay wait let's go on to Venus okay so you tell me about Venus though you have all the info because Venus is a planet of love you Venus, here we are yes and Venus is like I think in my opinion like if you're looking at compatibility between like you and your partner your sun sign is important I would say it's like whatever like kind of important I would say your moon sign is very important I would say your Venus your sun your moon and your Venus are very important with compatibility with your partner would you agree yeah, Venus is definitely crucial to know in your chart, and it has a huge impact on her. Okay, tell us about Venus. So, Venus is Cupid. It determines how and what you love. You get shot by an arrow. You look at someone. That's your Venus reacting. <laughs> Chloe's, like, falling in love as she talks about it. I'm literally, like, thinking about the first time I fall in love and how I just, an arrow <laughs> went through me, and I was like, oh, my God, that's the man. I was just kidding. That did not happen to me. Cupid did not show up to my rescue. Um, okay. Okay. So it's how you express affection and it's what interests you and your values and how you share that with others. So yeah, that's a little bit about Venus. Julia, why don't you tell me about my Venus sign? Okay. Yeah. I'd rather (laughs) not talk about my Venus. Oh my God. I can't wait to see that. So Chloe, your Venus is in dun, 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 Taurus again? Classic so sweet. So I think this is very, very relevant. So your Venus mm-hmm. is in Taurus, meaning mm-hmm. you are someone who loves physical pleasures yeah. and basically all comforts of love. Like you mm-hmm. love love. I, I love think that's love. very yeah. like prevalent in your relation, like your personality. Yeah. It's really interesting because when I was like researching Venus and Taurus, it even said if this person has a sun sign that is as spontaneous as Aries. Um, a, someone who has a Venus in Taurus needs a certain amount of predictability and dependability in their relationships because 100%. Taurus is a very much like you need stability. Like you need to know mm-hmm. what to expect. So even though you're a For son sure. in Aries, like Aries loves spont- like to be spontaneous, loves like to do whatever, like on the minute because mm-hmm. you're a Venus in Taurus in your relationships, like you need to like know that this person is going to be there for you like yeah, no, no matter what I need the person to lay out the stakes like I need yes. to know what I'm going into yes, 100% exactly mm-hmm. okay yeah. so a Venus and Taurus you can be a little possessive in relationships 
and you require a lot of hands-on attention, kind of like a baby. <laughs> 100%. I mean, I could never be in a grapple. Like I would have, I want everything to be about me all the yes. time. So yes. yeah. Cause you, want I mean, so I just, I, I know what kind of love I need and what I need to survive. And yeah, I just, I need the attention. And if there's another person, I, I admire people who can do that. Like I really do. Like I wish I could, but I know that would be one. Maybe I'll try it someday. I've never tried it, but I feel like honestly that would be an issue, but who knows? Maybe five, <laughs> five years from now it might change. I mean, but I my think it's, my chart says it's not going to ever. Yeah. I think it's interesting because like most of your chart, honestly, like you have your Venus and Taurus. So Taurus, like Venus, like Taurus is ruled by Venus, the planet of love. And then, like, your moon is in Leo, which requires a lot of, like, love and attention. So, like, you just need that, like, those overlapping of yeah. signs. Like, you need that attention and that love. 100%. And that's fine, you know? Like, Yeah, whatever. I've accepted it. Just, no, it I think it's, it like, like, your overall chart is just, like, a lot of love, which I think is really beautiful. But Aw, thanks, Julia. Yes, of course. But it says, some say Venus and Taurus can get a little too comfortable in relationships and can be very resistant to any type of change in their relationship. I think maybe yeah. because of like the control aspect. It's um, control, yeah. Yeah, but it says like, if you're going to be in a relationship with someone in Venus and Taurus, you have to give them a lot of love because this person isn't going to give their love right away to you. So it's like mm-hmm. you, you need your partner to give you love. So you mm-hmm. think it's safe to give them love back. 100%. 100%. Which is fair. Exactly. Yeah. I need that because it's like a trusting thing too. Like if yeah. I'm going to give you my heart, I need yours first. And that sounds so selfish, but that's just what I need. That's yeah. how I am too. Like I would yes. never show vulnerability first. Me neither. Yeah. And I think maybe that's something we need to work on, but um, I agree. It is. No, I think it yeah. is something we need to work on because I think that's like built from like, again, like the society we've brought up like been brought up in and it's like for sure it's tough you know it's scary I think a lot of people it's like very scary but like 100% when you show vulnerability that's like how you build your relationship and if someone doesn't accept your vulnerability it's not the right relationship no that is so that's so true and also guys if you're at a if you're at an airport bar just look to the person next to you start talking to them I swear to god you guys will be best friends in 10 minutes yes (laughs) Am I okay. right? <laughs> so your Venus and Taurus, the placement is in your first house again. So this is so interesting because now you have yeah. multiple placements of Taurus in your first house, which means that you are giving off. And you also have multiple placements of Aries in your first house. So you're yeah. giving a lot of Aries energy to people and you're also giving a lot of Taurus energy, which I think is For very sure. true. I yeah, think, I totally again, like what Taurus we talked energy. about. Yes. Okay, so... The placement of Venus in your first house means that you have a lot of emotional highs, <laughs> which I think is true. You get on like a lot of oh. highs, which are which is oh. great. I have great highs. Yeah. yeah they go in like five days straight. Holy fuck. Yeah. It doesn't say yeah. any lows. It only says highs. So like it's euphoric. It. Yeah. I literally awesome. get in a zone and I'm like fucking floating in La La Land. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. So. <laughs> I think this is very true. Placement of Venus in your first house, you wear your heart on your sleeve, which I yeah. think is true. Like, yeah, you're not going to give your like love first, but you also like show who you oh, are yeah. and where you are first. Um, 
tendency to play dumb when challenged <laughs> and can come across as two-faced or passive aggressive. Wait, that is so true. I used to use being the sound super deep, using dumb mm-hmm. as like a defense mechanism mm-hmm. in order to be manipulating. So I would get away with things and I could say yeah. whatever the fuck I wanted. Yeah. And people thought it was dumb, but no, I was really being smart and I had a whole strategy behind it. It's manipulative. No, I've seen it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I definitely see it. <laughs> yeah. um, also, your sense of style fascinates other people. Which is interesting because let me tell you, Chloe Wick wore a black velvet strapless V deep V top with a orange and white and green patterned skirt and a cheetah belt. <laughs> oh we went to my God. Yes. And it was, I was thriving. I no, felt it was so fabulous. <laughs> but people are, I'm, I was so fascinated by it. You looked beautiful, of course, but it's just like no one else could pull it off. Just making a statement over here, you know, all my different patterns. Yes. I'm loving it. Yeah, I, my style is very interesting. Are we done? Are we done? We're done? Oh my God. Oh God. Oh God, Scorpio. No, I don't even want to go into mine. This is a disclosure. You're going to be very offended by the end of this. And I, I really don't, don't mean even... it. I love you guys. Okay, let's go into this. I'm going to go oh, straight into it because you don't, so wanna, you don't want to hear it. No, okay. it's good. I'll play nice a little bit. Okay, so okay. I'm just kidding. For the audience, I'm going to be mean. Oh, <laughs> mine kidding. is so mean. Mine's no, terrible. I'm, gonna... I'm the devil. Oh yeah, it is a little... Okay, whatever. Okay, just let's just go keep going. It. I'm just reading facts. I'm not making okay. things up. Yeah. I'm being objective, not subjective to you being my best friend. I'm just okay. no, reading I'm the facts that's on the internet. Okay, so it determines... So yeah, okay. Venus, so Venus yes. and Scorpio. Anyone who meets you gets a sense of <laughs> your emotions running deep. What? That's not even mean. That's You're not so mean. weird. That's good. That means... <laughs> what I wrote I don't know I thought it was funny your emotions do run deep it's crazy yeah. with the Scorpio you will never know what goes on in their mind no my emotions it runs like, deep yeah it they runs run really miles deep. down yeah so oh my god you're dedicated to your prey my and prey. yeah so when you like someone you go 100% tunnel vision in <laughs> And that's what a Scorpio does. It's like, oh why am I God. thinking like, of like a mole coming out of like a hole and jumping <laughs> a mole? Whack-a-mole. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. Oh of. my God. No, oh, I, I mean, so yeah, weird. like if I see someone that I want, like I, yeah, I definitely like zero in on them. <laughs> that and like you so have so creepy. much confidence and you like 100% get them. Oh my God. Creep. Creep. Okay. So you are fearless when it comes to intimacy. Yeah. Which awesome I feel like you've worked towards that yeah but like, it's not I feel natural like it's, yeah but that's awesome um so you are intensely loyal to the one you love again the dedicated yes. prey yeah 100% in so you possess people <laughs> if you meet them it's Wait, attractive what? I possess people yeah it says that uh Scorpios and Venus possess people and manipulate them yeah and you get off on possessing on people if that makes like possession no possession gets you off like when you own someone you're like oh fuck they're mine okay so I I have some more so you give the person you're interested in your full attention your focus partner such a creep Julia (laughs) no it's just your passion you're just 100% in love it's like with sleeping beauty not go for the prince (laughs) okay 
you you have it that has a lot of meanings to it <laughs> read through everyone okay so you have a strong need to control your partner basically julia you will never admit this but you strongly feel this and your partner would never notice mm. your controlling okay. tendencies it's very like, blind they would never know because you're so strong at your manipulation 100% let me tell yeah. you like the truth i could be super manipulative because i love to have the power in my relationships. And mm-hmm. I think it's like, I like my partner to feel I'm useful to them. Like they need mm-hmm. me. And that's super mm-hmm. important to me to know that like someone needs me. Wow. And mm-hmm. so like, I'm manipulative in that sense where like, if I feel like they don't need me, yeah, I'll like manipulate the situation. Is it the healthiest? No, it's not. But I'll admit to that. But those are your own primary needs. And I mean, you I mean, can't I guess it's, I don't think it's like reject to you what you need, you know? Yeah, it's not the healthiest, but um, no, I'm I mean, working. it's not, but it's, <laughs> I'm working on it. But um, but it's, no. it's hard to deny what things keep you. you no, know, yeah, I like, I feel off having the power sometimes in the relationship. Like, I like to 100%. have the power. Um, power but is the control, I would say, like, naturally, like, yeah, of course I want to have control of my relationship. I think everyone wants to have control of their relationships, like, because it's something that's, like, so intimate and close to you, but I've realized, like, you can't control anyone. Like, you can only control yourself and, like, how you react to situations, and 100%. I, in my relationships, honestly give up all control, and, like, people can react however they want to things, and, like, I think that shows, like, who they are. 100%. You just spoke pure magic through that microphone. <laughs> I totally get it. It's echoing in my ears. I love it. Yeah, but, like, do I want control? Of course I want control, but, like, if you have yeah. control of, like, people in your relationships, then you're taking away from, like, who those people are, and that's not fair to, like, your partner like you can't control your partner because then you're taking away their own independence and like who they actually are 100% and like the honesty is pure bliss okay what's the placement okay so it's in your second house so that means it is you take advantage yeah of friendships for personal success is this what you're using me for julia podcast wait I'm shocked right I would never do that no I would total, never total call her a daddy or, or would I <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know we'll never know this is a Scorpio in you no 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 oh, I no, trust I you never. but who knows I'm just kidding oh. okay so it says that you have good taste um oh. I don't know what that means and like men and friendships and food and designers what? I don't know okay I'm gonna That's keep going it's just it's just as you have good taste and now I'm expanding oh, okay. on random things so it says that you, you there's a link between your emotional life and money so money is very important to you and you give gifts with rewards in sight and you use generosity to your own benefit wow yeah. Julia Wow, I get it. <laughs> I mean, I just think it's funny. It's like if you cook brownies for someone, maybe you'll get brownies next week. <laughs> That's how I saw it. You know what I mean? No. You give and you receive, you know? Let's go on to Mars. Okay, so Mars. Mars is the planet of how we express our anger, our how we assert ourselves, and it's also the planet of sex. 
it is how we drive all of our desires and it also explains like the energy that we surround like our own sex lives with so it's just like your passion your drive like what gets you going 100 percent. so what gets me going well i don't know (laughs) your mars is in virgo (laughs) god ew no i think a mars in virgo is honestly like a very like respectable placement and i'll tell you why so well i'm gonna roast you a little bit but it says mars in virgo mars in virgo you can come across as a bit scattered you often Mm -hmm. take on too many things at one time which i think is very true you take on a lot yeah Yeah, i've been learning to try to let go a little bit but it's been a learning i like to take on way more but i think it's because of own insecurities wanting to prove something yeah and I think it's but no but I also do have restlessness like I love getting I like I'm just scattered like if someone asks me like what are you doing and I'm doing a million things like I can't explain what I'm doing because like Mm -hmm. my mind is going a million light years a second (laughs) yeah no for sure yeah okay they are very particular and how they want to get things done and they have a lot of nervous energy Mars and Virgo can be described as frigid, nervous, and worried that they're not doing enough at one, this one time, which I think is true because, yeah. like, you stress, like, you're not doing enough when, like, you're doing, like, a lot more than I am doing. <laughs> no, Julia, you do a lot. Thank you. Okay. Of course. You can be very critical and... Okay, this is so funny. It says I can't wait. Mars and Virgos are not very fun to be around if they're annoyed oh oh my god if Which I'm annoyed is, I won't I will leave I I, no, I can't Chloe that is so funny because can I tell everyone it is like my favorite thing to be around Chloe when she's annoyed because I feel like usually I'm the one that's annoyed and like you were so nice and like oh like welcoming to people that like you're never annoyed so when you're annoyed it's so fun for me because like it's hilarious because like when you're annoyed you're like pissed (laughs) it's a soap opera I get very dramatic and this happens very rarely it happens really rarely and this happens like once a year but when it happens you have I love when you're annoyed it's like it seriously like brings me joy it's so I'm like never really mean it's really hard I'm a people pleaser I'm a 100% people pleaser yeah I know that I have that energy and I hate it but I it's who I am I can't help it no that's how I am too yeah and it's like it's also like when you're mad like one time you yelled at Caroline you were like because Caroline was being really mean to you're like shut the fuck up when we were like to Caroline yeah, when she was being super mean to you on our road trip, like, to Northern California. I told her to shut the fuck up. Yeah, you, like, yelled at her. Was and it in the was, car? Yeah, and it was so oh, yeah. funny because, like, I've never seen this, like, anger before. It was But, like, amazing. that's the thing. I wear my emotions on my sleeve, and I don't get angry a lot, and I don't get annoyed a lot. Yeah. And no, that's so the it's thing. Great. So when I get annoyed... I show it and I'm not yeah. going to be fake. Like if I don't like the conversation, you could see it right on my face. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be somewhere where it's just who I am. Like I just no. can't lie. And that's, but great. yeah, Caroline was really pissing me off. At yeah. She, was she went tired. She deserved it. She 100%. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So Cathay astrology says Mars and Virgo is described as quote, <laughs> an earthy and sometimes nervousness of sexuality they want to, they want to be good in bed because they want to be good at anything that they do which is yeah. fair like you want to be good at anything that you do and 100 they're yeah. open to experiment but only if they want to it's like on their own yeah terms. 
which is if someone wanted to do something I didn't want to do I wouldn't do it yeah um so your placement (laughs) in Mars is in your sixth house so um it says this house really works well in pleasure but not with business you work hard but sometimes you work way too hard and you put a lot of your energy into the job and you like to work independently like you don't like to work with groups Oh yeah. 100%. I hate yeah. working in groups because no one works the way that I work and yes. I get things a lot. I get things done. This is the thing. Aries are natural leaders. So are Capricorns. Aries does it the fast way. Capricorns do it by the rules, how they should. Aries, we see the shortcuts. Why the fuck would I put more time into something if I don't have to? Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Okay. No, for yeah. sure. <laughs> That's all for Mars. Oh my God. And what placement? Oh wait. Oh wait. Six, you already explained placement. House. Oh my God. Okay. So surprise, surprise. Julia's Mars is in oh. Scorpio. Oh God. Okay. My honestly, this double Taking Venus a and sip. Mars. Placement. Yeah. This double Venus and Mars in Scorpio, like, is like the reason why, like, my relationship life is so hard. It does. You get like very like excited to meet new guys, but then your Virgo pickiness comes out and then you start getting weird with your Taurus energy and then you get confused by your Jupiter just kidding I have no idea what I'm saying I'm making a fake analysis should we go in Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, you love to challenge yourself to achieve the impossible, which is true. Like you say that you don't do a lot, but you work in a smart way. Like That's I said nice. earlier, you work. I mean, yeah, why would you work more than you have to? But you do it in a way where if someone really wants to write a paper, someone will take an hour to get it done. You will take 10 hours to get it done because that's what you feel best doing because you want to do your best. If that That's nice. Sense. Yeah, I think you will like, take the extra time. Yeah, like I don't view myself as a hard worker, but like if I'm doing work, it's going to be good work. One hundred percent. No, I would never yeah. do that ever. One hundred percent. No, for sure. That is so wow. I feel like we're really getting to the root of who you are, Julia. That was nice. perfect. But it's it's so true. So <laughs> you cause fear to your opponents, but you do it quietly so no one else around knows. So then no one could be suspicious of you. So no one could accuse <laughs> you of a murderer. Just kidding. Wait, what does that even mean? I was just joking. I don't know. I think I was just going off something. I'm a very rosé drunk, guys. And rosé makes you crazy. Going off It's not script. a normal drunk. Off script. I don't have my ghostwriter with me. <laughs> so you keep your cool on the surface. But on the inside, it's another story. Ooh. So... <laughs> This is mean, but oh, it's not mean. Cafe astrology. Okay, just tell me. So you like to exploit people and see through them, which I don't think is true. But I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so you you enjoy fantasies where people just give themselves to you. Oh, one hundred percent. Will do anything for you. Yes. So you always, and also, okay, this says that your sexual appeal always gets you what you want because it's so strong. And you really put that out there. Like it really, your Scorpio just like blossoms into a flower around you and your aura and you become the sexual flower. Am I right? Yeah. You always get whatever guy you want. Like if you're in a club and you want No, that is not true. But like if, no. But if you talk to them, yeah, you would go up to them and just like 
It's the Scorpio does come, charm. The Scorpio does yeah. come like out of me. It's like very crazy. It's like it does, a very it weird does. experience. I feel like I've seen it happen and it just goes out so comfortably and you just it's, become a Scorpio. <laughs> yeah, no, I literally turn into yeah. a sun Scorpio. It's crazy. It's so cool. I've totally seen it transform. It's like a it's, werewolf transforming, a man yes! transforming into a werewolf. It's like you and a club transforming into your Yeah, Scorpio, it's literally like not a dive even, bar. Yes, <laughs> not even a club, a like club. a dive bar on the pool table to like a 35-year-old like bearded man. <laughs> right. The local pub is like this old bartender and it's just old people that go around. You're trying to attract this old guy. And you're super nervous he's gonna reject you. And I'm like in my Scorpio, like taking my top off. (laughs) And he's like, Yes, yes, take off your pants. Just kidding. I don't know. I'm just imagining a guy with a beard talking. No, that's literally I'm like such I'm like so into weirdos. It's so weird. But yeah, no, 100%, my Scorpio does like overcome me. But yeah, no, my fantasies are like people who will like die for me. <laughs> also, like respect to Julia. If Julia saw a guy, which is a beard, like an old person, oh, okay, beard, okay, like okay. gray and white and like, you would be down for that. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I dated yeah. someone who had like a crazy like beard for a while. I didn't love it, but like, I'm like open to it. I don't judge because it's like self-expression. <laughs> Yeah, it's who I they feel can't. most comfortable. It's, they like facial hair. I could never date that <laughs> with beard, but you know, I think they're still attractive. It's just my everyone has their own preferences, but I oh, do respect sure. the self expression. And if I was dating a guy who truly felt comf- confident in a beard and didn't feel c- confident shaved, I would encourage him to have the beard because that's what makes yeah. him happy. Yeah, no, I'm for very sure, drunk. For sure. I'm so drunk, my lips are like numb. That Dude, is that's so the crazy. best feeling. Um, okay, I'm going to say that Mars is in your second house. It's in my um, second? Yeah. So what? this means that you have a lot of initiative and you work hard for your money, which is so true, Julia. You work really hard, Thank really you. hard every single day and you make your money and you're doing great. Thank you. And you're working so hard. You might move to New York for a couple of years, <laughs> which will be the best time of my life if you do. I'm I telling know. you, you're just going to never leave. You're just going to want to live here forever. I'm not going to lie. You get everything here. You get all the cultures. You get just everything. You get life. Nice. New York. No, but seriously, seriously. I feel like you feel the same way that I feel about New York. And it's a very special place. No, it's the best place. I like the diversity. And like, even when I was like younger, like in college visiting one of our friends, Avery, who always lived in New York, like that was the first place like I felt comfortable because there's so much diversity. There's so much like creative expression. And like, I Mm -hmm. felt like very comfortable, like coming from like California, like Southern California. So like a lot of white people, a lot of white blonde people, like Mm -hmm. being like an Asian American, I was like, Oh, like, I feel like I don't stick out here, which was like so comforting. And that's awesome. And it is also a place where you can be any emotion and no one's going to judge you, you know? Yeah. Because who you are, who can judge no one, but who really in any life, how can people judge other people? It makes no sense. That's fair. You know, like everyone, you know what I mean? But yeah, no, New York's the coolest place. We love New York. But okay. So going on, it says that you're impatient and impulsive when it comes to spending. I think we went over that. Yeah, that's fair. You have so much enthusiasm. Julia that you wouldn't mind throwing it all away and starting from scratch you really are confident in your work ethic like I love that I love that you can do that just recycle 
Recycle. It's recycling. So um, you're possessive over material things (laughs) and people. That's, I mean, cafe astrology again. Wow. Wow. Oh my God. This is weird. Um, You have a hearty appetite with a strong stamina. (laughs) Really? Because I have like a really fucking sensitive stomach and like I can't eat anything. So (laughs) tell me something else. (laughs) Tell me, been... tell me, tell me something I don't know. <laughs> yes. Don't know. Oh, okay, gosh. let's knock these two out. Okay, yes, so let's do it. Jupiter. So basically, Jupiter is a social planet, and this is all I know about it. It rules optimism and expansion. Cool. So I think we both have Jupiter in Aquarius, right? Oh my so god. So basically, so cool. it means um we really value freedom and mm-hmm. growth and expansion through intellectually stimulating activity. Um, we're basically just open to new things. Your Jupiter in Aquarius is in your 11th house. Oh, wow. And you're very cooperative and you have a lot of friends, but you mm-hmm. climb the social ladder through your friends. <laughs> yeah, of course. Got to use someone for something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if, if, I mean, I'm not going to lie. If I have a best friend and I had a job opportunity for, for them, I'd obviously give it to them over other people, Cool. But, you know, they have to work for it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, of course, like your friends are going to help you out. I would obviously, if I had the opportunity, I would help every single friend out because I love all my friends. So wait, do you have more to say? Mm-mm. Sorry. Okay. So Julia's Jupiter in Aquarius is in her fifth house. And this means that you like games and distractions. Um, Yeah, who doesn't? (laughs) So you're lucky in love and in your professional field. I mean, you're just the lucky, Julia. You're making me jealous. I'm I'm the luckiest girl in the world. (laughs) You really are. You're so lucky. So lucky. Okay. So Britney Spears song. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. Okay, so our last planet we're going to do is Saturn. So Saturn rules Mm. your responsibilities, your restrictions, limits, self-discipline, and boundaries. Saturn is what we need to be in control of and where we- We're the same. Yeah, where we need to create boundaries. So both our Saturns are in Aries, meaning Mm. uh our self-consciousness is evident. (laughs) And this person needs to learn how to help self-confidence um I have like the same notes (laughs) may struggle with impatientness or hastiness so basically like how I relate to my Saturn and Aries is like I have a hot head where like if someone pisses me off I'll get really angry like right away but then Mm -hmm. come back to me in five minutes and like I don't give a fuck that's how I 100 percent and then it's like oh fuck I just talked all that shit I didn't mean it that was five minutes of me venting I feel better because that's how we cope with things as we vent am I right yeah so your your Saturn and Aries is again in your first house so all your Aries is in your first house meaning you can come across as self-conscious or shy may come across as um guarded or not willing to waste your energy wow that was deep wow okay so Julia's Aries is in her seventh house and that means that partnership may not be something you seek and it might be thought of as a burden if Saturn yeah. is afflicted. That's fair. So basically your persistence helps you in your professional career, which I think is true. Like you push yourself, you keep on going. You have a difficulty with close and intimate relationships. Yeah. 
that's fair yeah. but we're working on it we're working 100%. we're always working working on ourselves yeah okay guys well I guess that finishes our descriptions on the charts and I know it was long so thank you guys so much for bearing with us and if you're not drunk yet I'm gonna say placements five times you could skip in the next 15 seconds. Placement, 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 placement. That's five shots. You better be fucked up. Yes. And thank you all for listening. Um, We will change our series. I think our next series might be like, I don't know, relationships or something. Relationships. A little bit, yeah, yes. more intimate. Um, We wanted to start with astrology because it's fun. It's relatable for anyone. But um, Mm. this podcast is definitely going to get a little bit deeper and a little bit more personal. So tune tune in. And we kind of want to record some like Bachelorette episodes too. So we might throw some out there. We'll see how it goes. recaps. We are so Bachelor Nation and everyone needs to get on board with us. Yes. So tune in. (gasps) Peace and love. Peace and love, my friends. Placement, placement, placement. Bye. XOXO placement. Nasty. Scandalous. Insatiable.